and welcome to our fifth episode of the Whole 40 Podcast, a Lenten journey for young adults in the Archdiocese of St. Louis. My name is Angela Richard, and I'm the coordinator of Young Adult Ministry for the Archdiocese. And I'm Michael Horn, the evangelization coordinator in the Office of Laity and Family Life. And we're so happy to have you with us, and we'd love to welcome our guests for today's podcast, Vince Quiro and Allie Shambro. Would you guys like to introduce yourselves? Hello, my name is Allie Shambro, and I am a nurse at St. Anthony's Medical Center. I work on a heart floor, so Working heart with attacks hearts. and things. Mm. <laughs> um, and I'll pass it over to Vince. Hi, my name is Vince Corio. Uh, I work over at Boeing and Finance. Um, I recently moved here back in June and been loving St. Louis ever since. And me. Loving me ever since. Yes, we should break that ice, shouldn't we? <laughs> so Vince and Allie are... A thing. A thing. Okay. A really yeah. cute thing. And Allie is also my roommate. And Vince is a dear friend. And they are beautiful, holy people. And we just had to have them on the show. Wow. Amen to that. I'm glad Amen that they're with that. us. Yes. <laughs> so we're going to go ahead and get started by um, going over this fifth Sundays of Lent's um, uh, gospel reading. So, Michael, if you want to take that away. Sure. John 11 this time. So, fifth Sunday of Lent, the classic story that we hear of Jesus raising Lazarus from the dead. So, a lot of themes will surface in this reading, and Vince and Ali will talk about it. But we're going to highlight especially steadfastness, remaining faithful to God in the trying times, trusting even when it seems kind of impossible or strange or very difficult in our lives. So, we look at the passage, and it features uh, Mary approaching Jesus and also Martha and just asking him why he's not coming to help their brother Lazarus during this tough time. And so Jesus remains away from Lazarus for a couple days with his disciples. And it's only after Lazarus dies that he returns to this area to his friend. And we read in the passage also just the powerful statement that Jesus wept. And so it just shows that he loved his dear friend Lazarus and that this was a very trying time for him. The author John actually uses um, the word perturbed to describe Jesus's reaction to this difficult time. And so Jesus, as he raises Lazarus from the dead, we also see that many people came to believe in him after this time. And so it just shows the power of Jesus's works and our uh, belief as a result of that. So the power of our faith and just knowing that the Lord is working good things in our life, even though sometimes we don't always see it. And so just, you can feel free to comment on any of these themes at service, but especially in your own Lenten journey, what it's, what it's been like for you during these five weeks now, and just how, how the Lord's working and revealing to you how to be steadfast, how to persevere in the trying times, how to understand the beauty of your friendships, especially your own relationship and kind of the trying times of that relationship. So anything that you guys want to offer about your Lenten journey. How's it been going? Oh, <clears throat> it's been going well. Uh, one of the things that we started off uh, before Lent is kind of we sat down and we wanted to really hammer away some Lenten goals that we could share. Uh, and one of those being kind of a sense of almsgiving uh, that hasn't really brought forth fruits yet, um, but we're really positive and looking forward to seeing the fruits that it can actually bestow, uh, that being blessing bags. Um, oh, good putting together about 10 of those, uh, five for each of our cars. Um, we haven't had an opportunity to really use them yet. Uh, Can I stop you? What What's a blessing bag? All right. I was going to interrupt Thanks, you. Thanks, Allie. Go ahead. Exercising <laughs> particular. Allie, would you like to talk sure. a little better? Um, so in our blessing bags, 
pretty much called that because they have no other name. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just a little bag, and it has, we're going to put, we have put um, a clean pair of socks, brand new, um, a toothbrush, some toothpaste, um, maybe some non-perishable foods, granola bars, things like that, and then also a holy card. Um, And so when we see um, beggars, um, like when you're exiting the highway or anything like that, um, when we can't give them money, if we don't have anything, we can give them one of those. And I want to be particularly um, cognizant of asking their name and saying nice. that I will pray for them, acknowledging that they are a person just like me, loved by God. So to not to just kind of toss it out my window and drive away, but to really take that time to acknowledge that. Great. So that's almsgiving. What else? Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing that's been fun this Lenten journey is our time apart. Um mm. So Allie decided to take a little trip uh, over to Rome and the Holy Land. And then I and my business travels have taken me to India. Uh, So one of the things is we really wanted to be able to focus for that time apart, uh, having prayer uh, kind of in our lives. Um, So it's been very easy to do that while we're together physically, um, just being like a couple feet apart. But when it comes or to... Or 23 minutes. Or, that's how far we live. Yeah. Or 23 <laughs> minutes apart. Very true. Um, or even just a phone call away as well. Uh, it's hard to get signal when you're in another country. Um, so picking a time to pray specifically has been a great opportunity for both of us to stay connected uh, spiritually. Um, just because... We might not be able to have an opportunity to call each other, but still we we know at that point in time that we are praying Um, and kind of setting that up with a time zone constraint, so to speak. So we're actually like (laughs) praying at the same time has been interesting. Uh, But good thing God's outside space and time, right? That's very true. (laughs) We also, so in, we wanted to pray together every night. Um, We also, before Lent started, picked 40... um, family members or close friends and we pray for a specific person each day so we both ask for intercession for that person Um, so maybe if we're not praying at the same time we are praying for someone that we both love very dearly super awesome yeah so again just back to our theme now it seems like lent has been going well you mentioned that it's not always evident to see the fruits of this awesome simple idea of the alms giving these these bags and and ministering to these people where they are, meeting them on a human level, which is something that we've talked about a lot, and our Holy Father recently talked about it, not judging uh, the homeless, but doing what we can to love them and show charity to them, show mercy to them, and also just to, to give those things that are central central and essential to their existence. And that some of that just takes the form, like Ali said, of like praying for them, letting them know that you care about their name and and who they are as a person, their story. And so that's awesome. And so again, we're on the fifth Sunday of Lent already, and uh, it's it's flying by. And so as we look at these last couple of weeks with our theme of steadfastness and kind of remaining faithful to the resolutions that we have, you guys mentioned prayer during the time apart. Just what um, anything else that you have to to give to our audience just about being steadfast, trusting, and kind of hunkering down the last couple of weeks and just being faithful and sticking it out till we reach that holy day of Easter. Yeah, sure. Um, my At the start of Lent, one of my prayers and desires that came up was just to come to know the person of Jesus Christ more intimately. And as Vince mentioned, um, I was on a trip and I was in Rome in the Holy Land, and that just provided an incredible opportunity to see where Christ walked and how he lived 
Um, and likewise, I've been reading um, Jesus of Nazareth by Pope Benedict XVI um, in my daily prayer. And just that consistent every day, like 15 minutes a day, just um, diving in a little deeper to the scriptures and into that has been a really good way to demonstrate the steadfastness. There's never not every single day a profound realization, um, but just showing in all those little ways Jesus Christ's humanity, um, which just makes that relationship even more intimate. And especially when receiving him in the Eucharist, like knowing he is fully human and fully divine. Um, that's for me just been a really big fruit of my prayer in Lent. What have, what have been some of those challenges that you faced? Because we are five weeks in now, and that's a long time to go through um, this consistency that you're talking about, Allie. And I mean, have you had some problems like being consistent and, and have you been able to overcome those challenges in any way? Sure. Um, I am fasting from the snooze alarm because that's my biggest barrier for prayer, especially before work, um, just because I have to get up significantly early sure earlier um and i would say that it has been a struggle when i do want those extra 10 minutes extra 30 minutes of sleep but that it has i've been very fortunate to have the grace of desiring going to that time of prayer mm-hmm. more than really desiring that extra minute of sleep and i know that's the holy spirit because that's not myself <laughs> um and i would say it has been hard there have been harder days but obviously being off work for that trip made it a lot easier, I would say. Vince? Yeah, no. Um, for me, I guess the steadfastness comes in uh, with one of my uh, areas of fasting, and that's limited screen time on my cell phone. Uh, so how, what I've been doing is I'm trying to limit that so I can introduce silence into my life, uh, more time for kind of self-reflection. Um, I'm trying to limit my screen use to about an hour. Uh, I think the average screen use, you'd be surprised, is like somewhere around four or five hours on a cell phone. Um, And I mean, (laughs) scrolling through Facebook really doesn't give you any insight other than what people want you to know what they're doing. (laughs) Um, Or, you know, funny animal videos, funny cat videos. Uh, But the absence of those videos in my life uh, has really been profound because if I ever go over the screen time, because there's, of course, times where I've I've fallen, uh, I use that delta to kind of go towards prayer for the next day to try and make sure I can limit myself. Um, So it's just, I guess, adding prayer to my life in terms of asking for that grace uh, to really stay more steadfast and stay more consistent on a day-to-day basis. Um, And I guess that's been my challenge uh, in terms of one of those Lenten uh, journeys that have been up and down, um, but I think yet has been important to my journey thus far. Like when I use his phone and then go over his minutes of... <laughs> Are you tracking them somehow on your phone? Yeah, so I have an app. Wow, um, that what's just, that called? It Realized Pro. <laughs> and it, it tracks how long you're on your phone. It Track- gives you a little alert when it's like, <gasps> you've hit an hour. Oh, so you wow. Know, you know when you're going over. That's really yeah. good. So you have something to keep you in check. Correct. And I think we can relate that to the spiritual life, ways that keep us in check. Like, for example, I know, like, when I think of steadfastness, I think of my, um, when I studied in Rome, there was some a sense of consistency in my life um, to daily prayer, and, and it was just easier when I was living there. Um, I was surrounded by faithful people. I was surrounded by this community that uh, provided that time and that space and that encouragement to pray every single day. And when I came back from Rome and 
tried to live out the same life to it, it was just compl- just so difficult and so the um the accountability that you would receive from your phone mm-hmm. is what i receive from people and then noticing that in this lenten season one of my lenten practices is um similar to Allie, getting up in the morning right when my alarm goes off, but then immediately going to prayer for 10 to 15 minutes and making sure that that's a daily practice and that consistency and that accountability and even Allie being able to check in with me and make sure I did it in the morning and just seeing her like in the bathroom and, <laughs> and being able to to like have that sense of, yes, I'm, I'm accomplishing this thing and I'm um, working towards holiness by my um, devotion to obedience even. Um, has just really enriched that part of my life and that spirituality of of our discipline. Yeah. yeah. Just to follow up on that, so just one thing that I've kind of done to help myself keep that accountability too is just to associate um, my prayer with meals. And so a lot of priests who have to pray the, the divine office, they talk about how it's much easier to to pray your office fruitfully and faithfully when you associate it with a meal. And so... I make sure that before I have breakfast, I pray the morning prayer, and then before I have dinner, pray evening prayer. Mm-hmm. And so, if you associate it with that, you're you're intentionally. We all have to do have to do those things in our day. We have to eat, and so it's like when you associate those things and say, "I don't, I don't have enough time to pray in my life." It's like, well, you have time to eat, so you have ten other minutes to pray before you eat, and yeah. you just associate it and just kind of simplify things like that. But you all have great insights with just how to remain faithful and to kind of keep consistency in a prayer life and to keep that commitment and to be steadfast in it. So it's beautiful. It's too bad there isn't a Fitbit tracker for prayer out there. I know, right? It like shocks you when you haven't (laughs) prayed during the day. (laughs) (laughs) I would do it. Be a great saint. Create Mm -hmm. an app. Get that healthy soul. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I love any sort of comparison that like, shows like getting healthy and like lifting weights and things like that to the spiritual life. Cause like you really have to build spiritual muscle when you're trying to pursue holiness, you know, for sure. So it's the whole 40. It's the whole 40. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Gabe. It's the whole 40. Um, it, it's part of our holiness and our healthiness mm-hmm. for this time in Lent. Um, what an alliteration. I know. I love it. Hashtag English teacher problems. <laughs> Anyway, um, we ask all of our guests at the end of each episode to leave us with some words of wisdom, some spiritual support, some more alliteration, spiritual support, um, some help for our, our listeners as they go forward into the rest of the season of Lent. So we just have a couple weeks left or a week, week and a half left. Um, what would be your words of advice for our listeners as we finish the season? Well, I don't know how I'm qualified to give words of advice, but um, I guess I would say to keep persevering. Um, I know at the start of Lent, I chose to set my background um, with this quote from Pope Benedict. Obviously, I'm like his number one fan girl. Um, the one who lives with hope lives differently or something along those lines. Um, and just to recognize, like in this time of Lent, we are hoping towards Easter. We're not just... We're not just um, in this season of repentance, but we're repenting to Christ and resolving to live more like him. And so I would just say to keep persevering. Um, Vince and I talked about earlier in the season how I mentioned how I don't really like calling Lenten promises goals because I know Mm. in myself I can't achieve anything. It would be completely with a grace that I 
succeeded or didn't fall in any of these, but also to recognize all those um, times of failing as an opportunity for humility and an opportunity to come back to Christ. Um, so I guess to see if you haven't maybe succeeded in what you um, decided to do for Lent to carry on, to keep trying to start over. Um, of course, God's mercy is always so real and always so prevalent. So to continue living with hope, hope for the resurrection that we fortunately know is coming and also to keep persevering. Beautiful. Um, for me specifically, uh, there's three aspects to Lent uh, that's been talked about on this podcast uh, for the past couple of weeks. Um, there's always something more you can do with your spiritual journey. Uh, never be content. Always strive for something more and something greater, and especially with three different points. You can't rise all three different points up at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's a journey. You only have two hands, so at best you might be able to take out two at the same time, but not all three. Um <laughs> So always focus on what you're not doing, but continue what you are doing Mm -hmm. and continue moving forward because we are all on the path to getting to heaven and getting others around us to heaven as well. Those are beautiful. I was just going to follow up with one more thing. Sorry, I'm chatty Cathy here. But Allie mentioned the idea of hope in that beautiful quote from Benedict. One of my favorite movies of all time, probably my favorite movie ever, is uh, The Shawshank Redemption. It's a very commonly favorite movie a lot of people like oh, it yeah, yeah and it's, it's up there but there's a there's a beautiful scene and, and it's towards the end of the the film where uh, he as he escapes from prison he has this letter that that his friend red is is reading and he says uh remember red hope is a good thing maybe the best of things and that's when the catholic ocd kicks in it's like no it's not the best of things because it's love is the greatest thing but but anyway <laughs> that's what the, the catholic ocd kicks in and then you're like but hope is a darn good thing and so he says maybe the best of things and no good thing ever dies and so that's uh what kind of what ali's talking about just that no good thing ever dies in our lives so like whether it's love or our prayer or relationships that we have especially our relationship with God and especially the gospel with, with Lazarus, he didn't truly die because Jesus says, I am the resurrection and the life. So he, he died, but he was able, obviously, to be raised and then on the last day rise again and have that fullness of life. So just the beauty of hope as we continue the last two weeks, keeping strong with the hope and just living differently because the sacrifices and the struggles are still there. But again, we all mentioned just the, the positive nature of taking a good approach and setting ourselves up for finding success and being faithful in the tough situations so that we can move forward and hope. That's beautiful. Thanks, Michael. (laughs) Thanks, Chatty Kathy. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, we're going to go ahead and wrap up this episode. Please know of our prayers for you during this season. Um, Please continue to pray for all of us in the Archdiocese and in the Young Adult Office and for all of our young adults. Um, God bless. We'll see you next week. When I was a child, I didn't hear a sound.